Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How long gone? Back in this bitch. Let's go. Uh, January 11th, January 12th for you. Um, them jeans was really good. Just another windy day in Glendale. Somebody sent me a message saying that Glendale is about to get speed cameras set up around the city. And this is this is a that feels this is a targeted attack. This is a plague on my people and my community. So you're saying that your Armenian brothers are being targeted for their high performance automobiles and the way they drive them around your neighborhood? Yeah, but I I'm going to catch a stray on this okay. friendly fire guilty okay. by association because as a Glendale speeder, this affects me as well. Okay. So the speeding community is taking a hit in Glendale and it feels racially motivated and you're going to catch a stray. Is there anything we can do about this? Or do you have a neighbor that's maybe a city councilman? Or are you just going to go cut wires on the cameras? What's your plan to kind of get around this? I'm going to have to, well, I, I unscrewed my license plates from the bends this nice. morning. <laughs> That's it's kind nice. of the first thing you can do. Um, okay. The cops don't love that when they see you driving around with no plates. That's a tough one. I also saw recently that, that you could buy these t-shirts that you wear when you're driving like around Europe or something like that. So if they catch you on the on the cameras and you're not wearing a seatbelt, they'll give you a seatbelt ticket as well. But the oh. shirt has like a diagonal black stripe going down the front oh, of it. Shit. So if you're one of those people, there's some people who are just like, a hardline stance against wearing seatbelts, which seems like an odd hill to die on, but it's nice to know that they have an alternative. It's like when people have the, the little Tesla steering wheel auto drive hacks where you like, I hang a, a two pound weight off of the side of it. So, <laughs> yeah, yes. so it, it, I don't have to touch like, so I could be jacking off and playing Candy Crush while I'm going on the freeway <laughs> instead of touching the steering wheel. I didn't. Um. Okay. This is, this is bad because you are a speeder and I, you know, I always find, especially in LA, people get the license plate covers that are super tinted. Yeah. <laughs> like the, they think they think they're slick with the, the tinted license plate cover, but I like taking it a step further and just removing the license plates from the equation altogether and kind of mm -hmm. taking taking the power back from the and also, crooked police. I, I agree with that, obviously, because I said I did that. But <laughs> it's important to uh, recognize our privilege as someone who's be, who's able to do something like that and get away with it, where other people might have to do the thing, which is very common in my neighborhood, where you get the sort of mysterious trickster license plate where it's one one l one 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 l or oh. seven 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 one seven a, seven a, 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 a trick for the eyes as they a say. trick uh, yeah a trick for the eyes in a 
it's a it's an illumination nation. You look at it and you're like, "What's the license? Do you catch the license plate on that one, Chief?" And you're like, "Oh, <laughs> the smoke's coming out of your ears." Okay, and so then you next short thing you know, circuit. we missed them. Yeah, you yeah, short you, circuit. You short cir- circuit when them jeans flies by in the one one L one one L. Yeah, on he the, he ducked bento. into the Americana parking structure, and he's as good as gone at that point. You know what I mean? What's you? I remember. I remember once. Did you get in, eyes on it? Yeah, it was a black BMW. Okay, <laughs> narrows it down. Well, it had rims on it. There was a guy. There was kind of this like hardcore legend in Atlanta, and he was big into street racing and like cars and shit. Okay, and he told us a story once where he s- claims that he evaded police. And took like a hard turn into a parking lot, parked the car, turned the lights off, and got away scot free. Mm-hmm. And it feels like a lie, but does that happen every day? I wouldn't. I don't know if it happens every day. It is. It is so risky, but sometimes you know you see it on. Um, used to see it on car chases where like a motorcycle driver, like it's usually guys on a mo- If you're on a motorcycle and you're somewhere near an airport. That's kind of the one time where you really can get away with it because you can just drive so fast and then you go into the the airspace where the helicopters can't find you and that's that's the only way to really of do course, it. Of course, of course. But you really got to be on your GTA shit and you also have to be on your like if I go to jail right now, my life is over, so like I have to take this gamble. I have yeah, to do yeah, this. Yeah. I got nothing to lose. I got so nothing to lose. So that's the only way to do it. So I would never I would never do that. I'm terrified. Yeah. Um so I would probably I would probably just pull over and politely ask the officer why I was being pulled over. I have a question for you, officer. Do you know why you pulled me over today? Uh, officer, do you know why you pulled me over today? My <laughs> glove box is open. Go ahead and root around in there all you want, bitch. <laughs> I mean, you don't I need I'm a t- warrant for that. You're, you're going to need a warrant for that. Um, so you you did. Uh, I, I saw and I knew because you told me, but I saw that you returned mm. to uh, Sunset Boulevard's favorite <laughs> eatery, horses, horses last l- last night. Um, and we haven't been. I mean, I haven't been in a while. I don't think I'm allowed to go after a joke I made on Twitter. But you mm-hmm. are able to go. Uh, how was it and were there people there? It was, yeah, I went, I was, I had like an early res, like six o'clock. The restaurant was definitely full. It was a nice vibe for like a chill kind of Wednesday in January. All the food, the menu was the same. Many familiar faces and servers. The restaurant was humming. All the food was good. Really, really no complaints whatsoever. It was a it was a great day of eating. I went to Cafe Telegrama before for a for a lunch meeting with my friend Ian. The good people over there blessed me with some some more treats as well. And I'm starting to wonder now that I have two restaurant reviews under my belt. If when I go into restaurants, if people are wondering if I'm in the middle of reviewing the restaurant, I like that. I like that you think that. Um, but I'm going to say they probably are more worried about you talking shit here <laughs> than that, that to be honest, because yeah, we all yeah, know yeah. Pe- people don't read, but I do think it's possible that, I mean, you're a member of the food community. It's no, it's no, secret. I am. So I, I, but I've, I've been getting, I've been getting gifts from the kitchen for a long time now and it feels different. I f- it feels a little I don't know. It, it could definitely just be me in my head. And like I said, I have two reviews under my belt, so it's not necessarily like I'm a Jonathan Gold level powerhouse running this town and and all that. But I feel like people are giving me free food at the restaurants more 
as long when I go like just solo or with Carolyn and you know having the notes app open on your phone does help to get free stuff sent out to you as well <laughs> you just leave it you just leave it out kind of open yeah that's that's yeah smart. maybe a guy over at stir crazy will take a take note of me jotting down and, and pen and essay you never know what could happen it's, the world the world is your oyster i i mean you know how i feel about free i i i prefer not to have it i i don't i don't want to have to like it, it creates problems. A few desserts, I guess, is okay, but but I, I don't like it. it it's too, it's too much. I'm the opposite. It's too much. I'm the opposite. I don't want I don't want to be killed with desserts, which is usually what happens. The reality is, at a, if I go to a restaurant, I order what I want. So anything you're sending me is mm -hmm. stuff I didn't want or that I don't have room for because I'm full. Yeah, but the whole thing is the whole point of doing that is there's something on the menu that you would want, you just don't know it yet. Of course, but I yes. Yeah, of course. No, I know that it's. Uh, I know that being a chef is an ego-driven uh, <laughs> thing, and that you think everybody wants to try all of your creative flourishes, which is, I think, some people like you do. Um, but if I order a, you know, margarita pizza, I don't need to be sent some of your more experimental dishes as well. That that's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, these are the these are this is our struggle with our life, Chris. Nobody said it was going to be easy. Thank God we have better help. No, but so have somebody to talk to about these woes. <laughs> Because I'm like, how am I supposed to finish this whole pancake and tune them out? You know, it's tough. I don't. Um, I, I, the treats at Telegrama are good, though. Um, and I, I really liked the kale salad, actually. It was a nice surprise. A lot of people were getting the kale salad. The, my favorite part about it was it's, it's in a part of Hollywood, which is not super desirable, especially for a person like you. It's Oh, Jason, are, <laughs> are you talking about the new up-and-coming neighborhood of Melrose Hill? Anchored by David Zwerner Gallery. Uh -oh. What those guys are doing over at Zwerner. <laughs> I mean, Holly, uh, Melrose and Western, if you don't know, you know, it's, it's, it's not like the shittiest neighborhood in, in Hollywood, but, you know, it's, it's a little run down. It's a little scummy. I mean, and I was expecting it to be bad parking. You know, it's kind of like a gateway into Koreatown, <laughs> which is notoriously some of the most difficult parking in, in America, probably. And I was delighted to pull up for my lunch meeting, which I was one minute late for. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be 10 minutes late trying to find a parking spot. Guy's going to take a shit on the hood of my car, et cetera, et cetera. I pull up and there's a valet that costs $5. That's a nice price. At a modern, chic restaurant to see a valet that's five dollars for lunch bump it up to 10 for dinner whatever you want to do 15 i don't give a fuck but for a five dollar daytime lunch valet that's easy and seamless the car's right there you can see it it, it has like that kind of beverly hills um maybe you know third street whatever kind of energy in a part of la that has never had that and i was i was proud of melrose Hill was, and <laughs> well, uh Proud of the those people who are gentrifying. It. I'm proud of Melrose Hill too. It is a shit neighborhood, um, and parking. You know, weirdly, when I when when we went, I was able to find street parking. It's disgusting. Um, but it was like a Saturday morning at like 11 a.m. So. Okay, okay, okay. But I did see the valet, and I thought about it because I assumed, like m much like you, would be you know 20 bucks. Yeah, and I I saw a friend of the show Melanie from Gia there as well. Having un petit business meeting lunch. Oh, great. Do they carry NAs there for dry January? Or do you think she was having a hard one? <laughs> she, she was having a PBR tall boy with her uh, Jean Monbert. She was having a White Claw, a White Claw, <laughs> a White Claw 0.0. .0. Did you see the White Claw 0.0 no. for dry January? 
Oh, this is a real. This is real. And I'm like, I, I don't. You know what? White Claw. Obviously, I've never had one because those were invented after I stopped. Mm-hmm. But the the smell of White Claw reminds me of kind of the smell of Red Bull, where it's something that I equate with like a gas station mm-hmm. and not positively. Yeah, you know. And I, I just the thought the thought of sucking down a watermelon non-alcoholic white claw <laughs> to just kind of get your afternoon started is insane to me insane i agree, I agree. Uh, there's something about the red bull flavor like, i don't know like the the odor of that taurine formula from red bull is yes, is yes. sort of grandfathered in as as lore that's okay with my palate but the new flavors the new offerings like that it and yeah, it enters the, this chemical zone that just feels so wrong and so unnatural. It does, I mean, no, it like um, but like think, liquid death. No, I think that's the point, though. Kind of like I think that that's like what people want. That I think they've been sold it for so long. That's what they want now. Yeah, kind of. But people I, want diet coke more than coke. They want watermelon yeah, exactly. juice more than watermelon. Watermelon flavored juice. Okay, so. Melanie was not drinking a 0.0 uh, from our friends at White Claw. That's good to know because that would have been weird if she was doing that because she kind of makes the superior product. That would that. that would be very weird. And it would be even more weird for a, an, an emerging culinary destination <laughs> to, to serve uh, White Claw, especially the non-alcoholic one. But I w- I've also been upset to learn when when I thought I invented the phrase damp January, I realized that it, it, I think it's been existing for a while. I, I also realized that. I also that's that's so <laughs> funny. I also realized that when I was like, oh, I I don't know why, but maybe I googled it, and it was just like thousands of results, like the New York Times, the Guardian. It was, and I was like, okay, so Jason, this this was just kind of uh, you you soaked this up somewhere along the way. No pun intended. To to defend myself, I will have to embarrass myself. I literally went on thesaurus.com to try to find the perfect adjective for to for describe my okay. January. Did we find one? It was it was damp. I was like, damp January. This is perfect. That's a good way to do it. And I said it and you you were into it. Both of us were clueless to the fact that it has been existing. And then other people were also affected by this because people started sending me <laughs> ad campaigns and millennial branding thingies and other things where it's like, yo, you know, the gone effect. You said damn January and now look at this company's doing damn January fucking coasters or whatever, you know, and I was like, I don't, I, I don't think like, they threw this together in eight hours after listening to my podcast. I like giving, I like you guys giving me credit, but I did not come. I just perfected it. Yeah, you perfected it. Chan- chances are, it was not birthed from my mental. Chances are. Um. All right, we do have uh, guests today. Um. We're going to be joined by some legends, uh, Carrie and Corinne from Slater Kinney. Um, they have a new album coming out, Little Rope, uh, I believe soon, like January 19th. Very, very soon. I'll give Shorty a little rope. I, I, <laughs> I'm interested to see if they're coming coming to us from the Pacific Northwest, a place that I would love someone to explain to me. Okay. So <clears throat> tapping in from Pete. We can get into that. We can get into that with our guests, but let's. Uh, I'm sure they're going to want to wake up and have the first thing they do is defend a city that they live to a stranger. <laughs> let's give her a call. <laughs> They've got to have, they've had to do worse. They've had to do worse. How Long Gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp, you know, the summer travel season is coming up. 
Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit-chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are so many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com <laughs> promo code how long. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. And... Um, I want to talk about headphones for a second, just because it was it was top of mind, <laughs> and I I I didn't know we had such a Beats fan in the building today on how long gone. If yeah. you want to, if you want to kind of say something to the Beats Corporation, we're going to give you the floor. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that because there was a joke made about me entering my Beats closet, <laughs> which if I possibly could have, I absolutely would have. I. I literally, I can't listen to music on anything but Beats headphones. <laughs> and I know that's weird, but like, no, what? I don't know if you know this, but like every time we're listening to mixes, I can only listen to it on Beats headphones. Everything else sounds like garbage to me. Are you getting paid for this? This is insane. It, it feels like a bit. It, feel, it feels like a if bit. You're not getting, if you're not getting paid... <laughs> well, Carrie, Carrie, it's it'll be in exchange for products. Don't worry, we'll get some over. Yeah, it's a, it's a look. We can't afford to pay you right now, but we can definitely send you free products. You know, it could be it could be. Corinne, is it like when you when you like finish recording the demo and you do the car test and you're like, it only sounds good in my '89 Honda Accord. That's the reference monitor that I know. Like, is that the beats for you? Kind of vibe. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So I, I mean, I will listen to it in the car, 
As an exception, yes, I do yeah. listen to it, the 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 mixes in the car. Sitting in your car with the beats in your ears. She's in the Volvo with the beats on. Like the system is sick. It sounds great in here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's funny you say that because I was always under the impression. Um, I'm not a Beats loyalist, but not not. I have some, and they're good. But I, I I was always under the impression they were like bass heavy or something. Isn't aren't they known for like low end? Well, not yeah, to get and that's that's what like I do in the band. So of course, like I so you want <laughs> so you want to hear you want to hear your shit loud and clear. Yeah. Everything else oh, can be a little low. Guess lower. what? Who cares? Bass player likes the beats, <laughs> but they're they're not typically known as maybe the audiophiles' first choice. No yes. shade to your favorite brand. <laughs> So I like it. It's, it's like when you're like, you know what? I don't want cheddar on my burger. Give me the American. And you're like, I get it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, okay. So you would do that. I'm a little bit with Jason on this. If I listened to one of our mixes on Beats, I would have to cross-reference with another product, I think, with another setup. But I <laughs> okay. appreciate your loyalty. And I hope whatever kind of deal you have with them is going really well. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a, if you want a signature model, you I mean, there's ways that to do that. What if what know? if Corinne just did like lifted her hand up and there's a new gold Rolex right there and like yeah things are going pretty well over <laughs> at the Beats yeah, Corporation. Things are going great. We love the Apple Corporation. Great. You know they do own Beats. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. It's a it's a look, but headphones have become such a part of our. I've been struggling with this on on the show because I. Um, we got my father-in-law a pair of the Apple, the over-ear, the big dog mm -hmm. uh, for, for Christmas. And he considers himself to be a, what he calls critical listener of music. So he <laughs> like, I love he that. like sits in his room, no, nothing going on, just headphones on, just blasting the Beach Boys, like soaking it in. Mm -hmm. And he's, he's older, you know. So, the, so well, there the may or may not are, be an edible in play. Five to ten milligrams. Yeah, he probably is a little high. He's probably a little high, but I mean, I, I guess he he made them. I never tried them on before, so I tried them on, and they felt like a warm hug. They felt like a you get embrace on the ear. They just gr they gripped so nicely, <laughs> and that is they felt substan. They felt worth six hundred dollars. They felt substantial. Gorilla grip. And now you know you can customize. I don't know if you guys know you can engrave your your headphones <laughs> if you order them from the apple corporation so now i'm struggling with and i want your opinion on this <clears throat> should i go phone number <laughs> full name what do you guys think because i jason makes fun of me for full name phone number seems maybe more serviceable if i lost them left them on an airplane or something uh, what do you think i think i think name i think name okay i think, think initials i think initials are cooler than full name Phone number seems thirsty a little bit. Like you're sitting, you're sitting next to someone on a plane, and they look over. You're already assuming you're losing them. What about for just the person walking by you, sitting next to you? And no, like, no. Oh, this look, guy has his phone number on there. I didn't give you the full. The, the, the engraving <laughs> is on the top. It's not like an advertisement on the outside. Okay. It is. It is. You have to find it. Obscure. But I, I was making fun of him because he has the little AirPods case, the little thingy, and he has his name in. Uh, yeah, he has that. Imagine if it had your full name in all caps written across it. Well, it just feels it feels like when you go to kindergarten and you have to write your name on your backpack. So, you know, it has like that kind of vibe. I don't but also Chris, Chris's name is so there's, you know, there's thousands of Chris Blacks in the world. I was going to say, true. you that's guys true. are all true. jealous that's because true. maybe your name won't fit because of the character limitations. <laughs> and that's the that's really what the stunt is, is that I my name is given by God in perfect kind of. <laughs> 
size and shape. You're not Christopher? Okay, let's not. We don't have to go there. Okay? I don't, you know, I have a, I have a middle not cool, name Carrie, too. Not cool, Carrie. Carrie, you're going to be stunned to find out I also have a middle name. Um, so it's, it, it is, it's not technically perfect. It's not my government. It's not my passport. But it feels like my only gift, to be honest. I get it. I get it. I, I go for it. But also... I think CB. I mean, I, we share those initials. Oh, I would be okay. excited if we both went CB. Oh, you got it. okay. So I'm I'm pretty big monogram hive in general on a sweater, a scarf. You know, do, do you are you guys monogram? Imagine fans? his tote bag selection. My, uh, oh. I mean, I'm crazy with it. Oh, you got. I mean, this this is from my sister in law. So she chained she chain stitched that for you. Is what that well, looks she, like. She she acquired it. Oh, okay, okay. Someone on Etsy. Someone on Etsy did for sure, though. You guys do a lot of shopping on Etsy. I have to say no to that. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. You didn't say no. I have to say no. I like the say it like you mean it. I like the comma position after the say it. It's all there. It's nice. But I think the comma position. To move on from. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think the comma position is confusing. You staunchly disagree with Jason. Making note of it was my nice way of maybe saying what Carrie said. Um, but in the spirit of headphones and your microphone here, I've, I've been listening to a few interviews with you on podcasts and reading and things like that. And you mentioned, um, kind of the, the old, like late nineties, early two thousands NPR voice that happens in interviews. And then, you know, there's like the SNL NPR skit where it kind of implodes on itself and blah, blah, blah. But now that we are in the year of 2024, we have these setups in our homes. We have these microphones. Do you feel like you have become the NPR person that you used to make fun of back in the day? I was not maybe not your person, but like how you speak. Yeah, there. In you know what? This particular microphone with the sort of arm and the you know the extendable arm. I think this does lend itself to a little bit of mm -hmm. an NPR. You kind of settle into it a little bit, and then you can, you get quiet. <laughs> and I I can feel it happening. Yeah. And it picks yeah. it all up. It, it almost works better the quieter you speak. Yeah, I think it really does. But more, I guess more so the, the overarching point is, is it unavoidable for people like us to not enter that NPR way of speaking once you kind of hit a certain age and you've, you've been interviewed this many times and you've read enough books and <laughs> made enough pots of beans? Yeah, I, I think there's a direct correlation between the amount of beans I've cooked over the stove and books I've read. Okay, so you read and cook beans? I know. How much time do we have? You got a lot. Go I thought you had more going on. Well, with that. with with bean cookery, it takes a long time. It's low and slow. Four or five chapters in between a stir. It's low and slow. Corinne, what what are top top five beans to cook, dead or alive? What do you say, Corinne? Okay, you got to get her. I would say. First of all, you have to. I know it's hard. I had to teach my dad this when I first met Corin. It's corn. Just imagine corn like the best vegetable. Corn. Corn hates. Sorry, sorry. Corn I'm sure hates. she loves that. Corn hates. I will. Corn hates I will that. clean this up. I will clean this up in post, and I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I just I like dubbing it's dubbing the word corn every time you say corn. Corn. My sister. Corn. Corin actually hates. She hates it because the demonic device I gave my dad and my sister. My dad adapted. Fine, he says corn, but my sister still just calls her corn. Well, I mean, is your sister twelve or is she kind of a full grown? She's a full grown woman, but for some okay, reason that grown. that really imprinted upon her when I said, "Just please don't say Corinne, just think of corn." And she just, yeah, she just stuck with corn pretty, 
pretty literally. So. <laughs> the heart wants what the heart regardless, wants. Okay. Regardless, though, let's not. We're not going to breeze past this bean stuff. So if you don't mind, kind of <laughs> telling us what you love. Oh, I sorry. I actually don't cook any beans. I find I I don't like lentils. I'm not a fan of legumes. <laughs> I'm a little bit allergic to soy. So I I. I don't do a lot of bean cooking at the corn. Hold on one second. You're you're from the Pacific Northwest and you're allergic to soy? That seems it's, like a problem. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? I feel like the tide has turned on. So people aren't, you know, we don't encourage each other to eat. It's not good to eat a lot of soy. Well, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's funny. Jason's wife is a Starbucks apologist. Green Straw Mafia is what we call them. And she, <laughs> part of the reason she loves to go there is because they still offer a classic soy latte like it is 1998 mm. and back when soy milk had 1100 grams of sugar in <laughs> yeah. each cup yeah when it was it when it was insane when it would get you high basically but i i do think that the the i'm an almond milk guy if i have if i have to have a dairy substitute and it's even it's it's now passe it's been passed over it's been it's being removed yeah, by my favorite. It's, it's been replaced by oat, and oat is out because of seed oils. So, are the two of you back on on whole milk and sugar? Are we drinking whole milk now? I drink almond milk with like cereal or smoothie. I'll I'll use almond milk, but for coffee, mm -hmm. I prefer dairy milk for sure. And whole milk or half and half, it's the best for coffee. Half and half, half and half feels the most old school. Actually, that feels like that feels like. <laughs> Rust Belt vibes. Shelf stable. I'm <laughs> serving a lot of Rust Belt, <laughs> belt Chic on my coffee. I have every kind of milk in the fridge. We have, okay. you know, I have two what? kids. And there is like, it's like it's all milk. It's like oat milk, almond, it's any kind of milk, any, whatever nutrition you need. Coconut. Coconut. <laughs> hemp. Hemp milk. Macadamia? Not cheap. Cashew? Not so the cheap. Tucker House, it's a you're a milk sommelier is what it sounds <laughs> yes. like. So your kids are exactly. your kids are but maybe I mean it's probably because you guys raised them this way, but they're open to these alternative milks. They're not well, whole diehards. I feel like actually soy milk is is like my vibe, like my true power source. <laughs> no, my honestly my son mm -hmm. who's like almost who's like twenty two now was like, Well, I'm and he's six feet tall. He's like, I owe it all to soy milk. Like, he what? He oh, don't working for this really working for the soy lobby. Corinth. This does feel like you're in the pockets of big soy. I have to say that. This, yeah, you are. I am. I'm in the, the pockets. Without my soy milk and my Beats by Dre headphones, I I would I would still be in the five. I don't know. So I would not be. Six, I don't know what six, to do. Six one maybe. So I I say this. I'm I'm six four, and I say the same thing to my mother about drinking whole milk because I would, we've talked about this before, I would, in the 90s, I would like come in from playing with my friends and just gulp down a giant glass of milk like it was fucking Gatorade. As you and would. Do, oh, it quenches that thirst. I <laughs> and love I don't it. Want, I don't want to boast. I don't want to boast, but I also have never broken a bone. Knock on wood. So you tell me. Me neither. Tell me. me neither. Really? And I've never had a cavity. Yeah, but you seem careful. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You don't know me. No, no, I don't. I don't. Well, I dr I still drink whole milk glasses of it to this day, and I probably have two broken bones on my body right now. For all I know, and I'm just kind of living. Through but you it. don't know. But you don't know. And the fact that you don't know is due to that's milk. a positive. Uh, that's a positive. Yeah, my body's like you broke your ankle, and I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, you just kind of grit, grit. So the, thanks grit, to the good grit. people at Strauss Creamery, I'll, I'll, I think I'll be fine. Yeah, there's there's a big there's been a big raw milk movement among extremists. 
that Jason is adjacent to, I I shun completely and want no part of no, that. You're gonna end up. You're gonna end up with something with if, raw milk. The word raw in yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna end it, up with great skin, <laughs> longer life. I'm gonna add two inches to my penis size. I'll, I will what, get some bacteria. I'll have to lose a limb. Do you know what this does limb. for eyelashes? This guy's look. I mean, it's amazing what he looks like. It's crazy. Yeah, I can't wear sunglasses anymore. Touches straight. <laughs> All the raw milk I had to throw on my sunglasses. Yeah, pasteurization. No, I don't care for it at all. Well, I mean, do you got? Well, you guys both live. Are you in the Pacific Northwest? Yeah, we're both in Portland. Mm. We were. We were just. We talked on the last episode about kind of the the need for an old school health food kind of resurgence, like a '90s kind of simplistic, mm. because it's been it's gone too far the other way. It's gone into like mm -hmm. beyond meat and all this like impossible ch cheeseburgers mm -hmm. and Erewhon, all that food. Health food needs to taste a little shitty to make it work. And health food tastes too good now. And the Pacific Northwest, likely the epicenter of some of the greatest nineties health food restaurants. I can only imagine the avocado sprout sandwiches that the two of you consumed oh. over the year. So Olympia is known for those sandwiches. I know that. I can't remember the name of the restaurant. Yeah, what were the places back in the day? Regale us. Dancing goats in Olympia. I feel like that was the dancing coffee goats. Show. Okay, dan dancing goats. Uh, okay, so they're playing REM on the jukebox. You go in, <laughs> you get a black coffee and kind of like a, a bagel. veggie sandwich. A bagel. That oh, a bagel. You oh, get a bagel, bagel. Definitely yeah. bagel with hummus and sprouts. Put your cigarette out on the bagel. <laughs> Fuck it. That kind of vibe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you get so a bagel with bagel with hummus and sprout. Remember, just um, sprouts, just uh, on everything. Not bean sprouts, but the alfalfa. other ones. Just alfalfa, alfalfa, sprout. alfalfa sprouts. Just a pile oh, of yeah, alfalfa yeah. sprouts on top of something. Well, I, I, have a, I have a bowl of I have a bowl of that in my refrigerator that's slowly getting slimier and unused here <laughs> every day. Unused here. <laughs> I okay. So you would go to you would go to Dance and Go, and this was was this a hot spot? It's a hot. Oh spot. yeah. I mean, yeah. When it's your only coffee shop, it is. By default, the hot spot. Okay, good, that, good luck to getting a table at the goat. Let's just say that. <laughs> what, did did okay? Did either of you work there? No, Cor no, Corin. Okay. Where did you work, Corin? What was that? Oh my god, I worked in a, <laughs> uh, um, a happy facility. teriyaki. Happy teriyaki, Tom Water. How can I help you? Happy teriyaki is a great name. Yeah. Very good. Can only imagine how brown that rice was. What did you What did you do there besides bide your time? I. Mastered the art of wok cookery. Yeah, they did, did not let me in the kitchen. Absolutely not. No, I, I like I actually developed tennis elbow from wok cookery, and that's okay. kind of it affected my bass playing. It was unfortunate. It was unfortunate. No, it was um, yeah, helping people to their table, taking their things when they were done. It wasn't even. It wasn't even. Hostess. I can't even claim that I was a waitress. You're well, hostess. I wasn't even a waitress because you. <laughs> You order at the counter. Did they pay you? Were you were you paid? <laughs> this is an internship. Um, marginally paid. <laughs> I learned a lot. Honestly, I did it was learn worth a lot. it. I got school credit. I got credit. I got yeah, credit. I got credit. So, so you're saying you weren't a server, but you're also denying the hostess allegations? I don't understand. Kind of. That's a host job, right? That's a host position. I if you're mean, seating people, sure. Sure, I was a hostess. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to box you in. Obviously, you're more than that. But I, I there's know nothing that. wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing. I think there's no, I think server is probably the right term. Just call it. If you were a polymath, you were a polymath at Happy <laughs> yes. Teriyaki. Whatever I was, whatever needed to get Name done. It. Yeah, you owned. Were you the to book? be happy with your teriyaki. Like corn owned. Corn owned oh, a franchise. Part of the franchise. <laughs> they actually called me. 
They called me the Swiss Army Knife, like as a nickname, because I <laughs> yeah. just kind of could do everything around the around the restaurant. Corin, at the time, were you goth by chance? <laughs> no. Okay. I wasn't goth. I did. I think I had an unfortunate haircut. Oh, I we we knew that going into it. It's it's nineteen it's ninety four in Olympia, it's Washington. I mean, you had like a pineapple haircut. Shaved with like a little pineapple top. Yeah. Pineapple haircut? You said that like it's a thing that we all know. That's just what I'm calling. <laughs> okay. So like shaved on the sides and the, like the green part of the pineapple or the the pine was, part of the it was pineapple. It's like shaved on the sides and the pine part. <laughs> you know it's the pine part. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Uh, it was. It went through several colors while I was working there. I think so it went through a rainbow of colors. But I did try and and you know. I did. I do think it was more red most of the time to try and be somewhat professional. In my <laughs> yeah, <position. sure. laughs> so you you stayed away from the purples and the fuchsias and stuck to a nice mm-hmm. corporate red uh-huh. for the hair. Corporate red. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got I was it. Corporate red in the nineties. Yes. Both of you guys have great hair. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you guys both. Thank hair's you. looking good. Appreciate it. Ladies, ladies, hair's looking yeah. good. Thanks. <laughs> I'm happy to have have hair look yeah. i'm just happy to have hair <laughs> I, it's an honor to be nominated i just you know this, um this is you guys you guys seem to I mean, have like uh <laughs> we're also when i was listening to other interviews with you um talking about how you guys since you have the relationship over so many years you have an unspoken kind of understanding with each other finishing each other's sentences and stories with a little yes and going on from you know you guys know how to talk to each other and not talk and let each other go. All that is to say, why don't you two have a have a buddy bro podcast? You're kind of leaving mm-hmm. money on the table in 2024. What's going on here? We can make some introductions to. I mean, if you need, if you need, mm-hmm. I know you have agents and shit, but sometimes you know how those people. You Podcasting know is one of the only ways you can make money in 2024. You guys know that, right? <laughs> yeah, That's yes. my, that might be true, <laughs> and we are probably leaving money on the table. We would rather circumvent our agents and have you guys do a little that's uh, right done. yeah and i hope you're all i hope you're all listening they take 20 percent. we take 12 5 <laughs> you'll you'll find you like it and you can pay us kind of whenever you know what i mean we'll give you it's not our main source of income so we'll take a little time it's, but but all that is to say honestly you guys have a good back and forth rapport you can get serious you can have jokey funny time i think it's something to consider obviously you guys are busy and you have lots of other things going on and families and jobs and stuff but you know, consider it. Do you listen? But you, do you do you listen to podcasts? Because that's the first mistake. <laughs> the first mistake to not listen to them or to be, to overly listen to them. The key the key to being a podcaster is not listening to podcasts. Okay. Well, I feel like I've got that covered because okay. I don't. <laughs> oh, ouch. I'm sorry. You're like I never heard your little bullshit. I just I show up where I was told to be. Why don't Why don't you listen to podcasts, Corn? What's up? I I I like to listen. You like to- music. <laughs> bullshit and i like books uh, in my ears when i'm like getting stuff done it's usually a mystery okay okay i like to know what happens my husband i want to talk about this listens to podcasts so i do i do sort of joint listen she knows what they are i think your husband listens to this podcast i i I, he's he's been on it he he better listen to it he does okay (laughs) tell him we say hi by the way i will books yeah one of the one of the greats books on tape which does sound old school, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah, audiobooks. Audiobooks. <laughs> do you feel like it's cheating? 
or do you feel like this is the best way to get the information with our busy lifestyles? You listen to it on two times. I feel two. like my lifestyle. Yeah, you, you fast. Yeah, okay. No. It's better. No. no. I only listen to it on, on 1.0. <laughs> um, but I feel like it's more of like a, a comfort thing. Like, I honestly, I feel like I'm kind of addicted to it. Oh, okay. That's, well, look. It's better than Oxycontin. You, it could be worse. I mean, yeah, right? yeah. That's, that's, it could be. There are worse things I could be, indulge myself in. It also in. sounds like it's better than having to listen to your own internal thoughts. Number one. Fair enough. Yes. Number one. Also, you saying that you're addicted to audiobooks is one of the most Etsy things I've ever heard. And I'm sure someone on Etsy <laughs> is racing to make my addiction that t shirt. addicted. <laughs> Audiobooks. I'm addicted Guys. to audiobooks on a nice kind of crew neck sweatshirt. We're doing numbers. Yeah, you need a sh- uh, a shirt that says like sex based mystery audiobooks and chill <laughs> embroidered. Sex, a sex based mystery. Like, yeah. Where is that penis? Where is the penis? What is that? What do you mean a sex based mystery? Like, what are what are they looking? What are they looking? It's for? a real who done it. Like I'm, I found the murderer. I had to have sex with him. It was a long story. He's super hot. You would get it if you met him. It's that kind of vibe. But oh, write the book. Write this book. There's a big uptick in kind of you know there was there was a lot of those kind of hot murderer you know yeah. oh. that, that's a that, that's a common trope because you get the mystery but then if we can get him out of that shirt at the same time you know why the hell not right yeah let's let's kill two birds with one stone <laughs> why 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 mysteries though because they they kind of grip you. Like you get you get wrapped up in it and you can forget what you're doing, kind of vibe. Exactly, exactly. Okay. <laughs> there, you know, there's a lot of chore time in being a mom and mm-hmm. just you know life. I can't imagine. I can't imagine cleaning up after a 22 year old. That's that's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Never washed a dish in his fucking life. I bet. I tell no, you, he's what. actually he's great at that. Actually, um, he's good. But he's good. you know, there's at a lot that. of driving. It's the one thing. The amount of driving is insane. I don't want to be on the streets of Portland that much time every day. I need to be in a haunted English manor. The dead guy was rich and he was kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. And there's a woman in there who's going to fix everything. But hot, but hot. She's solving that goddamn mystery. Corn, do you worry that you're going to run out of these mysteries at some point? Oh, no. Or are there enough of them to keep you going? Oh, they're being churned, they're being churned out at such a rapid pace. <laughs> it's, okay. it's like an Amazon shipping facility over there. With these yeah, things. but is, fu- is it... But with with Amazon products, that's fine. But with a, a mystery novel that y- y'all's big brains are absorbing, we need quantity over or quality over quantity, right? Yeah. Just because mm-hmm. it's there, you needs we need it to be good. I as need. Well. I definitely have like certain things that I'm going for. It can't be too. I don't like the gory. I don't think things are like too gory and gross. Like it's definitely. Same. There's definitely got to be like a cozy vibe happening, right? I'm driving. No organ play. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Bestiality is off the table. <laughs> so you're saying that you it needs to feel cozy in a in a Great British Bake Off kind of way. Corin oh, loves nothing bad is going to happen Not except that cozy. Okay. Not cool. that cozy. Pull it back. Okay, because I'm trying to understand how how I can kind of combine the worlds of murder and cozy into something <laughs> that's good. I'm I'm having a tough time. Well, I would say like someone like Have you ever read Louise Penny? or listen to Louise Penny. Yeah. Yeah. So she's Love kind of Louise Penny. She's a Cana- French Canadian potentially writer and her <laughs> mysteries are a little cozy. I think there's something about it's kind of in that Agatha Christie, Dorothy Sayers 
world. Okay, they, but, they but were like of, a Nancy Myers movie kind of cozy. Yeah, with with blood, with a with a knife, yeah, yeah, with a stabbing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. You're in a long awesome. you're in a long knit sweater, and okay. <laughs> there's a knife in your back. Clothes are and the clothes are important. <laughs> <laughs> so this is one. So this is one that kept getting suggested to me: the Thursday Murder Club. Oh, yes. And it takes place in a retirement home. And I was like, no, I'm not listening to that. No, I kept saying no. And finally, I ran anyway. out. <laughs> Why do you need to murder I him? finally ran out of, uh, of everything else. And I listened to it. You're way like, too young for that, Corn. This is the best. <laughs> I listened to it and I was like, this is one of the best books I've heard in my ears, in my Beats headphones. Oh, geez. It's so. <laughs> oh, it's what's his last name? John Ossoff or Onoff or something was Rich his? Rich Richard Osman. Oh, but it's it's You're very close. Dick, very close. O- Dick Osman. Yeah, Dick Osman. He, <laughs> but the the women in it are absolutely in charge. How much how much sex is there in the book, and is it is it like Little Wayne descriptive or is it a little yeah, it's more graphic? It's graphic. <laughs> See that I don't. I'm I'm really against graphic sex it's lyrics. Graphic. It's not graphic. There's occasional, there's some occasional romance in these books. Sure. Who doesn't like a little romance in their audio book? There's nothing wrong with that. You don't need to judge me. Not, not, Chris is saying he doesn't want to have to ever read the word come in text. (laughs) Absolutely not. Okay. Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients and easy instructions, speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes, oven-ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients, I like to chop myself, or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes, Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs, so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners... Our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Korea World is a new cookbook written by Dookie Hong and friend of the show, Matt Rodbard. The New York Times best-selling authors of the book Koreatown. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution of Korean cuisine, both in Korea and in Korea towns across the United States, with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography. The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs, home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine. The book begins in Seoul, where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding. The tour continues with late night food adventures in Los Angeles, my hometown, and stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from New York City to Portland who are putting modern spins on Korean classics. Recipes include giant short ribs, whole fried smash, rockfish, and pineapple kimchi fried rice. I'm sad I didn't get to name the foods and you did. (laughs) 
Korea World is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of food. Available wherever books are sold. Because I'd hate to get cum on my long sweater, so I was just oh, making Chris. sure no, that you was... you don't get okay, cum good. on your long sweater. Right, okay, There's an occasional situation that happens between two consenting adults in okay, these books. Chris. Sure. I sure. just want to be clear. It's... It, Everyone is consented to this intercourse in this fictional Well, tale. this sounds like a great podcast idea. Absolutely. Corn's Mystery Corner. Every week we tackle a new sexual bloody thingy. <laughs> because this is the biggest genre of... This is like that kind of podcast is the biggest money-making genre of podcast. Absolutely. That is actually what prompted me to take a break from podcasts for a while because I was listening to copious amount of podcasts really enjoying them but everyone kept recommending when i would then finish a podcast and i would ask a group of friends what are you guys listening to they would always send a podcast about a cold case murder of a woman or a woman getting catfished and i was like isn't there any other subject in the world like why are so many podcasts about some terrible cold case where you know they're finding remains, or this woman disappeared, and it's it's just it's the husband. You should it's check out. The same. It's always the you husband. should check out. There's there's a podcast called the Joe Rogan Experience. <laughs> it doesn't talk about any stuff like that. It's kind of about yeah. working out and kind of just bettering yourself. Really, maybe that could be something you could benefit from. Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks for pointing me it's, in a different direction. Never heard of Joe Rogan or his podcast. I didn't. Well, I didn't know if you. I didn't know if you had a Spotify oh, subscription big. or not. It's kind of behind the paywall, so it's it's tough. It's tough. It's it's hard to get to. I have to, to tell to. you about my my best audiobook moment ever, though, is that there is a a great author that writes thrillers that are also mysteries, but they're mostly known as thrillers. Who? Her name is Karen Slaughter. Karen Slaughter. Say his name. <laughs> And say her name. She slaughter. One of her characters in one of her recent books is she's a detective. She's a cop that becomes a detective. Nice. <laughs> reads about Portland and was like, oh, I know about that bar because I heard Slater Kinney played it. In the oh, book. Oh, okay. That's cool. Oh, that's exciting. In, that's exciting. Yeah. In the book. That's exciting. That's exciting. Did you send Slaughter a DM? I've been trying to get a hold of her discreetly, but I haven't really figured that out. That's what a DM is. That's literally, you just defined it what a DM is. I don't, I don't even, Karen does that for kind of stuff. I'm like, I don't, even know what, I don't know what that means even. Wait, you can't just drop Carrie does that kind of stuff. No, I let's clarify. Let me clarify it's just, that. You do, it's just for that business I, stuff. It's just that I understand what a DM is, is what you're saying. <laughs> I know the definition of a DM, which is discreetly getting a hold of someone. It is. She, it is. she doesn't she doesn't drive the the van. She just knows how to drive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know what it is. So whoever has keys to the Sleater Kenny Instagram account, send the DM from that one. Slaughter's gonna lose her shit. Okay. Yeah, Slaughter's gonna lose her shit. Yeah. Yeah. For you're gonna sure. get the signed copy to the house. Yeah, yeah you're gonna brother. get a, you're gonna get a galley of her next tome. It's gonna be big. Well, for actually, you. you know what? This is what you should do, Corn. For the next record, maybe there's a song about yes. this happening. Maybe you mention mm -hmm. a Karen <laughs> Slaughter <laughs> reference oh. in a song. Love full circle. Love that. A little a little nice. payback. Yeah, in a nice yeah. way. Not in a yeah. murdery way. In a nice way. In a nice <laughs> way. It's a nice <laughs> Easter egg. I can help I can facilitate that for you, Corn. Let me let me Find her info on Instagram, and I will serve it to you in a platter. <laughs> how often are you? How, how often are you cold DMing, Carrie? Because I, I just there's been some claims made. I just no, I I rarely cold DM. The only cold DM I have done recently that was actually like reaching out to someone and asking something. It, it was to Jay Smith Cameron, who is an actress. She plays Jerry on Succession, mm -hmm. and I 
noticed she was following me on my personal account. We were, I guess we were mutual followers, followers of each other. And I wanted her to be in our video. And so I DM'd her and she wrote back yes. She said yes. And then, then we took it offline and made it official through her, you know, mm -hmm. representation, you know, representation and all the that CAA stuff. CAA on the horn. Started with a DM. I like, love that. Like a lot of great relationships these days. That's um, that is that's that's a great success story, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> it's a great succession success story. Great, uh, Golden Globe Award winning actress, correct? Didn't she just win last week? Her, the show won. She was nominated. Okay. She did not win, but I was okay. I was rooting for her. She was up against some pretty intense. She was up against like true leading ladies. Like, mm -hmm. you know, she it's is a tough category. I, I, it was a tough category. Yeah, she Very was a favorite on that show. She's amazing. And I, I watched the video this morning. She's like black and white only. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's been dying to go maestro <laughs> mode. I didn't. Did you guys see maestro? I haven't been able to sit down for that one. I just I sorry. I didn't mean to sigh before I answered that question. <laughs> I just watched it over the over the weekend. And uh, yeah, okay. I, I can't say it was. You know what my new rating system of a movie is? How many times I look at my phone during it? Uh -huh. That should be the rate. That should be a rating system for any piece of art. Did mm. I this? I only checked my phone once, or I checked zero times checking phone. That's like five stars. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. the true yeah. way. I think of no. It's the most legitimate way of knowing if something is engrossing and immersive, and is able to capture your imagination and prevent you from doing anything else. Then. That's a movie I love. What a what a un, what an unfortunate and dark measure of scale. Though, That's right in these trying right. times, but it's true. And and you're speaking specifically for watching a film at home, not in a theater. Oh, I check in the theater. I don't give a shit. I got messages really? to respond to. Oh yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> not like I'm not like oh, egregious no. with it, <laughs> no. but like I. Ain't, I, I'm not a I'm not a cinephile by any means. You know what I mean? I don't think I'm interrupting someone, you know, tearing up during moonlight. It, it's not that it's not that crazy. Chris, have you ever watched no. a YouTube video while in a movie theater? Like no, watching a no, different, no. better no, movie? No, no, I wouldn't do no, no, I wouldn't do that. I but I just I'm I'm a person who is uh, for for better or worse addicted to my cellular telephone and I I can't mm -hmm. I can't really go without it, especially for these movies. They're so fucking long. It's, oh. it's crazy. You expect me to not look at my phone for three hours? See, if I, <laughs> one reason I like to go to the cinema is because I am a rule follower in that way. And I like to just shut the rest of the world out, immerse myself in the theater for better or worse, which is how we used to see movies. We would sit through a movie we weren't that fascinated by, and we would sit through great movies. But I like that. It just takes it out of the equation. I I don't check my phone in the theater. I'm I'm not mad at you for checking. Do you take calls? You would you take a call? No, no. <laughs> I'm rolling calls in the back row. Go for CB. Popcorn. Go for Chris. Yeah. We're not going to be able to do that. You know the timeline is too fucking tight. Don't call me again. No, but I, 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 just, I think you need to put the phone away in the theater because we have the ring cams and the baby cams and the citizen alerts and all those things like oh, yeah. having those pop up. It's just it ruin. It will ruin your vacation. Yes, I it will ruin your movie. I really try to I keep my phone away from me if I'm if I'm trying to be with people like have people over. I just put my phone in the other room, you know, that, that mm -hmm. ability to focus and be present. It is so scarce at this point. Um, I, you know what I would love, Chris, is if you were doing this podcast right now inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can, we can uh, just, uh, I mean, a nice, you know, honestly, I could hit Angelica right now. There's definitely something showing at Angelica at 2 p.m. on a on a Thursday afternoon. No question. And you would be the only person who bought a ticket, likely. Ooh. That's definitely true. I, I don't oh, know. I don't. Oof. 
Suck it, maestro. But speaking of black and white films about conductors, <laughs> did you love Tar? How many times did you look at your phone during Tar? Ta. Not once. And I actually saw that in a theater and didn't feel the length. Like the length of that film, if you look at, if you just look at the running time, like read about it, you think, oh, that's mm-hmm. so daunting. But I thought Blanchett was so incredible in that. I, I loved that movie. Me too. Not black and white though. Right, that was Maestro. Was the cover it. feel the cover is black and white, and the film feels black and white. But you are correct. But Maestro is mostly black feel, and white. It feels and color it feels for the, black. It and feels white. black and white. Yeah, that's kind of how my I mean, wife just, feels. Yeah. Based sometimes. on her her hair color and her sweater colors, it, yeah. it may as well <laughs> yeah, have been. It's just black and white. That's true. Do, do you that's sleep true. with your phone in the room, or do you have it charging in another room? I should. Corn, you do you do a separate room, corn? Separate room. I, I really try and separate myself from the phone. That's pro. It's so That's bad pro for shit. Us. That's pro Do you shit. have like those uh frequency blocking crystals at either end of your bed <laughs> to block the Wi-Fi <laughs> signal from entering your brain and telling you about 5G and stuff? <laughs> I I don't believe in the crystal <laughs> stuff, but I do really think that um all the like sleep hygiene stuff is really important. Sleep hygiene. You know? Not having your phone. Yeah. Not drinking all the coffee and the wine and everything at night. <laughs> I'm just, I'm a nerd about that kind of stuff. Okay. I'm a Pacific Northwestern. So don't chug coffee before bed? Interesting. <laughs> okay. Got it. All right. So I'm not going to do any cocaine before bedtime. I totally, I, I hear mean, you. I hear you. And I, I appreciate that. What is the, <laughs> what is the, what is your sleep? Are you getting 10 hours? Like how serious, like what are we doing? Or is it just high quality rim eight hours? How high is the gene? Yeah. So it's, you know, it's like probably eight hours, eight and a half hours mm. every night. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. Must be but nice. I, I got eight hours. Corinne, you're bearing the lead here that her father is a neuroscientist. That Okay, okay. So you're cheating. <laughs> he knows his stuff and, and by default Corin by proximity Corin knows. So his you're stuff a you're a Nepo sleeper is what you are. <laughs> I'm a Nepo sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> so so your dad specifically studies brain and sleep and those those correct. thingies? Yes, correct. So um cool. So it's not okay, here it is. So this is like my biggest plug of the day. Um we uh we not only move over beats. We not only study sleep, but we are able to lengthen N3, which is deep sleep, right? That's the most important sleep that you get during the night. Um, is that stage three sleep? That's where your brain clears out all the junk, okay. right? All those neurotoxins. Mm. And we know that it's related to neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's. We're studying being able to possibly interrupt the decline from mild cognitive impairment to Alzheimer's and other dementia. Okay. So when I have a follow-up question, when you're clearing out that neurotoxin junk from your body, is that what happens when I have one of those night sweats? No. No, that's from that's from the three martinis, Chief. That's no, not no, no. Yeah. Or is that just from my crippling anxiety? So that would be happening in a different stage of sleep. Okay. So so the N three is it's harder to get as you get older. That's a problem with with the deep sleep, which is where you don't move at all. You can't. Nobody can wake you up. Mm. Like babies are born getting a lot of that deep sleep, but as you age, that goes away. Okay. How how many? How, so what can an, an average? Let's just say a forty one year old man who's in great health. What can we expect <laughs> as far as deep sleep goes? If I was really doing it, how many? If I'm getting eight hours, how many of those are and three? It, well, your sleep yeah. cycle goes through about a forty five minute cycle, right? So you start and and 
in N2. Oh, okay. That's kind of like your dummy sleep where you're just like resting. Sound like my laundry. And then I believe you go into N3 if you can get there. If your brain is still. If you can even do it. If you, if can, you can do it. Do it. If that's something that you do, you get there for a few minutes and then you go into the REM sleep. Those two sleeps are really important to both still have. There's a coupling that happens with long-term memory and um, reorganization of the day's events Mm. that happens with the brain. So, um, so these are both really important. Okay. So uh, aside from, uh, aside from strenuous exercise, switching from sativa to indica, what are some other things I can do to increase my N3 sleep? Well, I'm sorry to say marijuana is not helpful. Oh, don't do that. You're going to ruin this Well, Sleater Kenny's new album is out uh, (laughs) January 19th. It's been a, (laughs) sorry, go ahead. So you're saying you're, yeah, saying, that's, you're saying that that's my question too. You're saying that drugs, you're saying that drugs and alcohol don't actually help you get quality sleep. Is that what you're so saying? So sorry. When you put it that way. So sorry. Maybe the raw milk is really the answer. I don't know. Okay. But, I, you know, um, you know that the only thing that well, Jason is. You can see Jason's infrared sauna in the in his on to the left here. Ooh. But I love that, that. Is the nice. I I go to one maybe once or twice a week when I'm in L.A. It's just easier to do there. And I find that that is when I get my deepest sleep. Is that if I do a, a, a forty-five minute infrared sauna in the afternoon, that night's sleep mm-hmm. is just oh baby. It's also the only place I can get any reading done nowadays with these distractions. Mm-hmm. My phone will melt, so a good sweaty book in there, mm-hmm. nice analog book. I just love oh, the baby. feel of the pages, you know. Sweaty pages in a sauna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just love it. I love when the book grows, but in mm-hmm. because of moisture. Well, the book grows. As if I'm uh, growing mushrooms in there or yes, something exactly. like that. But yes, then exactly. when you're done with the book, you get the amazing kind of cathartic experience of of throwing it away because it is undonatable or unusable. <laughs> yes. And there is there is kind of um, a, a dark masochistic rush that you get from throwing a book away. You know what I mean? Uh, more so than like an old DVD of Anchorman 2 or yeah. something. Yeah, more so to, than burning books. I like to get them really wet and then put them in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. That's probably- a real F you. Yeah. F you, man. I'm getting this book wet. <laughs> Damn, wedding books. That's nice. God, I, yeah. Let's have a wedding book bar- party. That's a good That's a good idea. Just get out the hose. Everybody brings out their hose kind of to the middle of town. That could be fun. <laughs> yeah. That could be good. Try reading these. You can't. Um, we uh, every, every year, Chris and I, we speak uh, obviously in a lot of slang terms and the, the language and the zeitgeist and the words that we're using are always changing. And I try to pay attention to them at the beginning of the year. And, and I've noticed that, Carrie, you've said the, the word perennial a little bit recently, and I've seen it popping up a little bit here and there. I think perennial is going to be the new word, the new wor- first word of 2024. What, do you, what say you, Carrie? I, first of all, thank you for pointing that out because I go on these <laughs> linguistic runs where I feel like, I get a word in my brain and I just, especially if we're doing we all a, do. We all do. an interview cycle, but yes, just in life, it's true. It's not even, it's divorced even from the idea of interviews. We just start to go on these tears with words. See, divorced, marked it. Go ahead. <laughs> yep. Well, that's probably another one I'm overusing. <laughs> yep. yep. Oh, here we go again. I need to slow down. Anyhow, I don't think it will be perennial. I, the word of the year, I think was Riz. Uh, it beat out, it, yeah, it beat out yes, Swifties. So mm-hmm. they, I feel like Riz is out. Riz is out already. Perennials in. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that I think for our age group, Riz was never an option. Oh, absolutely not. And I, th- <laughs> and I think for I think perennials feels corn's twenty two year so old too. probably said it a little bit more than we did. Yeah, I'm sure you heard Riz a lot around your house, unless he's smart. Oh well, my fifteen, my fifteen year old. Uh, fifteen. Was so he would be like, yeah, "Mom, yeah. No, I've, got, right. 15 I've got sweet spot. Riz. Like, I don't even, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I've got Riz. Mom, I, I can't go to school today. I've got Riz." <laughs> <laughs> It's not. No, I, I don't think her 15-year-old son's gonna be like, "What's up, mom? I rizzed up this hottie <laughs> yeah, at school today." Uh, you know, you don't discuss things yeah, like that with your mother, right? When you're gaming and stuff. You don't do that with the, with mm-hmm. mom and dad. He does that in his Call of Duty chat room. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I have a real real question here. Yeah. What? When did you age out of contemporary lingo and slang? Like, what is the cutoff point? Because I I feel like there's just a certain time where I just thought. I'm not adopting these new words. No way. Like it's just it's going can to you sound teach false. Me? Can you teach me how to do that, please? Because I. Oh wait, you're using. Are you saying "giat" too? You know, like, you know "giat" is. <laughs> I would I would say that that is happening to me right now because yeah, I yeah. I grew up in Orange County, so okay. awful slang is inherently in my DNA, and I say "bro" every single day of my yeah, life. Yeah. Unironically, it's it's a disease. But when I hear the riz and the giat, especially coming out of your mouth, was enjoyable. <laughs> Those are ones where I'm like, I cannot. Hold off the tongue. Yep. It, did. Yeah, it, felt, but it felt good. I, it, it's a word by word basis where sometimes a new word like that will emerge and I'll be like, this is a, this is a coat that I try on and I like it. But riz or or the G word that you said will never <laughs> earnestly leave my, I, leave my lips. I don't. I suffer from there are things that I swore I would not say when they became part of the vernacular, mm-hmm. and then I did adopt them, and now I like I say lit. I was going to ask you about lit and tight <laughs> and fire. You do all of that lit type fire. Fire. fire I would mm-hmm. say I've re- I've retired unless it's maybe an occasional emoji. Okay. But in with okay. with with lit, I just feel like it's so descriptive. And fun to say. It's an exclamation <laughs> almost. What about tight? Are you... No, I don't really say tight. tight. I do say sick, unfortunately, which is... Sick, yeah. But that's kind of SoCal, though. But that's I'm not so from... Cool. I have no excuse. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. I have no reason to say that. <laughs> okay. Like, I have no... But by spending time with this guy, I don't have any excuse. You know? I, I still refer to things as da bomb. Oh, like, bomb. if you have a really <laughs> good quesadilla, that's the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's that might have I think the bomb could have come <laughs> fully back around and it does feel ironic when you say it in a charming. You know way. what word I think sh- that I really like that I think should come back is choice. That is choice. I think that was the- <laughs> like choice nugs. Choice is These good. are some choice nugs, brother. Yeah, I think choice is good. Um, I think the West Coast and especially Southern California, huge exporter of slang, obviously. Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Besides Australia, avocados, besides Australia, slang. The list Australia's goes Australia's got the yes. best slang in the in the world. I would say probably. But, but Australia is San Diego as a country, so they're they're connected. Like you know, yeah. that's a good point. There's a through line. If San Diego was a continent, they probably have a cute word for funeral. You know, over there. <laughs> you know funy. what I mean? I gotta go to funy, funy. Oh. My grandma thought I've got to go to a funy. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That really rolls off. That's nice. And it and it seems very plausible that that is a real thing that someone has said. Yeah. I, when last time I was in Australia, um, it was hospo night. And that's not hospital, which you're thinking. That's a like, oh, Yeah, my grandma's in the hospo. Um, hospitality. It, <laughs> it's hospitality, like, yeah. Hospital. Industry night is what we call yeah. it here in the U.S. Hospital. None of the pubs are open. You're, you're meant to fend for yourself. You guys have like a deep, ish history with australia right yeah it's 
it's a little bit of an odd way to start a band with someone, but we'll, I mean, we technically started in the <laughs> States, but we were, as we sort of alluded to earlier, living in this small college town, had a very insular punk scene. Mm-hmm. And in order to kind of get away from just that sense of like claustrophobia and suffocation and kind of see ourselves in a, in a new light, we went all the way to the other side of the world and and worked on the band and made our first record there. Okay, so can you surf? Can you do anything else? Or you just made a record? <laughs> yeah, I did not go over there. I did That's not it? learn to surf. I would say that <laughs> is on the bottom of my skill set list, like for sure. Anything, wa- actually Same. anything water-based yeah. is. Unless it's rain, unless it's rain, you've True. mastered that. Mastered so you guys, yeah, you guys were birthed in the Pacific Northwest <laughs> and perfected in Brisbane. Is that safe to say? Melbourne. 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 Well, we just did a show. Melbourne. We just did a show in Melbourne uh, a, a couple months ago. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. Truly amazing. It was amazing. We love it. We love all the food, the restaurants. It was trying just... to go back every year. Honestly, I, I think it's it gets because of the the kind of import like the people who leave and come to new york or la and open bad breakfast restaurants have given it <laughs> a bad name and then you go there and you're like why would you ever leave besides being completely disconnected from the rest of society this is paradise because every all the of. other people they go to italy and japan and they're like that's how you make the best croissant and the best ramen and then they bring it back and only share it with their melbourne community and that's the, that's when it's good it's bad when they're like i gotta go take this chicken teriyaki sushi to Manhattan and uh, and make it for myself. That's when it goes wrong. It doesn't work. It doesn't work the same. It doesn't yeah. Do work you the know same. the the inventor of avo toast, avocado? Bill toast. just he just died. He just died. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. to the goat. We we, we dined of- at his. Uh, I dined at his his sandwich cafe restaurant when we were there, and it was it was a nice slice of uh, cafes of yore. They don't make them like that no more. And R.I.P. to the God. We heard some great stories about him too. He sounded like a real legend. Yeah, I um, bloody legend. I read a, a handful of obituaries and remembrances, and he, people remember him very fondly. I feel like he got a New York Times obituary. He absolutely did. That is it's cool. Sick. That is sick. The power of Arvo Toast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it, uh, Arvo Toast is a cultural force. There, there's no other way to put it. It's a language. Yeah, he had a lot of riz. <laughs> <laughs> Look for a fifty-five-year-old guy. He had a lot of riz. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he put the rizness in his business. You know. Is there another flavor with more riz than the Vegemite? When you really think about it, <laughs> do you mommy bomb a Vegemite? I can't. I cannot do a Vegemite. It's, oh, it's nasty. Nasty. It's heaps riz. Oh, I love it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Do you have some at the crib right now? I do. Not at the crib. <laughs> I do because I, I. You do. I. I until very recently, when they left for New York, lived with two Australians. What? What was this like a Make a Wish thing, or were the people no, paying no, rent, no, no. or what? What's <laughs> the... when you removed? Did you did you get some industrial tongs and put it in a plastic biohazard <laughs> bag and throw it outside? No, it's still in there. They're they're just they're in New York. It's uh, for a, a job, and they'll be back. But um, okay, so so, so I got to keep I got to keep the uh, Vegemite on ice. While they're gone. So is that? Are you saying that if if we come to Portland, there's kind of room for if, like how does it work? Is it do I pay nightly? Yes. Or is it a yes? It's a, just an open. <laughs> yes, I'm just stay. running a, a, hostel. a hostel. I'm running a hostel. Yeah. Okay. No, You'll be is, pleased with my credit check. We'll say that, Karen. This is a partner and a child. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. But but 
but her child, yeah. They are now in New York. You allowed a child. Okay. I don't know if I can have some. <laughs> I don't know about all that. That I mean, how old is the child? I mean, what what are we, like child? Are we like teenager? Or like, what are we? <laughs> Wait, allowed, I didn't hear. Allowed them to do what? Eat Vegemite? Well, like what? what like, no, no. Like, what is the, the age of the child that's in your home? Well, my, a partner's daughter. She's 11. Oh, 11. Okay, 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 okay. I, did, I thought, I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought maybe you were talking about like a baby, which seems like a big. Your partner's daughter could be. This many as well. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Never... <laughs> yeah. Also, they're Australian. <laughs> I don't know if I already said that. So all all this, I'll, I will ask about the word "funy." By the way, right when right when we hang up, and I will let you know. If yeah, you... please check. Please check and give us the full rundown. Because... But lastly, Corin, I want you to defend the perverted flavor of Vegemite to us, please. <laughs> oh yeah, Corin, go ahead. I feel like there's I feel like there's a moment on toast for like a little bit of Vegemite that is like. Ooh, salty. There's a moment for that. So so like a like a very toasted, like a nice toasted sourdough, heaps of butter, and just a kiss of Vegemite. Kiss. It it does you're go. Not yeah, yeah. You're Especially not slathering. Especially if you're a little hungover. No, I'm not slathering. No, no, I can't no. can't get behind that. But like, yeah. There might be a moment in uh, you know, during certain time in one's life, and maybe in the month. <laughs> Where you need a lot of salt. Wait, what? And just a little bit of corn. <laughs> where, 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 I Vegemite. stepped away. I stepped away for. I stepped away for one second because I thought someone was at the door. And you're talking. You're what? Did you what? Path? She said you go down Vegemite is the ultimate period food. Yeah, she said, Chris, when you're ovulating, <laughs> get some Vegemite, and you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I need a salt bomb in me, like yesterday. Yeah, she these said, these health claims, like the the. I feel like. <laughs> We need a huge caveat over this entire episode. The claims, the the beats, Vegemite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want like, to kind of differentiate yourself from Please. your band, from your bandmate. You want to make it clear Absolutely. that you. This episode of How Long Gone is for is for entertainment purposes <laughs> yeah, exactly. only. Yes. For the record, I'm making zero health claims except our album. It does cure so many things. <laughs> yes, yes. If you buy our album on vinyl, it's it's 180 gram and it will cure all that ails you. That, that's okay. A- yeah, yes. you are as as we have reached the end of the episode. We will talk about the album now for a for a brief moment. Let's give it. Let's give it a plug. It's I said it is out January 19th. It's called Little Rope. True. Yes. It's called Little Road. Are you hitting the road, though? Yes. We will be on tour through uh, from the end of February until early April in the U.S., and we will soon announce some dates in Europe, Australia. Oh, I bet I bet you guys kill in Germany. Ugh. Oh, baby. I bet there's some. Yes. Oh, I can't even. <laughs> I just I have a feeling in my bones. We slay. They like the rock music. They like guitar. <laughs> they like rock music. <laughs> no, that's great. So the album is the album is out uh, January nineteenth, just a short week away. Yes. And and uh, and and we have videos for all of the singles that are out right now, and they all look cool, and they all kind of have a flow to them. And one of them features Jerry from Succession. So everyone listening should go watch those as well as listen to the music as well as pre-save and pre-order <laughs> yeah, maybe pre-save. there's vinyl maybe there's a etsy style hoodie available on sleaterkinney.com backslash merch <laughs> <laughs> it could be anything anything is possible i hope the webmaster's listening he's updating in real time yes we're linking to a, a an etsy craftsperson who's <laughs> furiously <laughs> sewing something for us right now my cross-stitching fingers are stitching torn and bloody (laughs) uh no we really appreciate it thank you for taking the time it was a pleasure um and uh we'll see you guys soon thank you chris and jason it was fun to be here thank you we appreciate it guys we'll talk to you later bye